Welcome, Simon, to this podcast. I'm excited to have you here and hear your story. So welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to participate to this initiative. Awesome. So let's start with a little bit of your background, Simon. Yes, my name is uh, Simone Carniglia. I'm uh, 36 year old. I, I am from Italy, in, especially in uh, the call is called the, the town is called Tortona. It is uh, uh, halfway between Milan and Genoa. So halfway between Milan, that is a famous city and the coastline, let's say. And uh, in my life, I'm uh, a mechanical engineer, but uh, then uh, I, I work, let's say, as a project manager, not like a technical job, but as a more a management job and uh, for a digitalization project. So this is my professional role, let's say. And uh, regarding my background, let's say, for my background, well, <laughs> it's a long story. It's a long story, but uh, I I started running just uh, just less than five years ago because uh, I always played team sports uh, for fun, uh, basketball, handball. Uh, that I don't know if you know it in the U.S., but in uh, in in Europe is uh, is is still a niche sport, but uh, mm -hmm. it is played, let's say. And uh, I forgot to mention the most important part. I I have type one diabetes, and I am a diabetic since uh, 24 years, uh, since 1999. And uh, I never told anybody this, let's say, I always kept for myself, but uh, I decided to expose myself now to to tell my story, because as I, as I, as I mentioned, basically, I, I started running just less than five years ago, because uh, after an injury, I gained a lot of weight, I, I arrived at uh, 125 kilograms, and uh, I wanted to lose weight and uh, I tried to run. I follow the suggestion from some friends. Some friends told me, why don't you come with us to run uh, a 10K? It was a 10K race uh, in a few days. I, I, I told them I will never be able to run a 10K. But I tried, I succeeded and uh, I fell in love with sports. And then uh, my next challenge was I have to run a marathon because I always wanted to, the, there is a myth about the marathon, let's say. And yeah. in less than six months, <laughs> I ran my first marathon in Milan. And then my next target was, okay, I need to run the six majors because the, I want to run the six most important races in the world. But then uh, the COVID pandemic started and it slowed down a little bit my my plans because I wanted to to do twice two of them each year one in the spring one in the fall as everybody should do let's say not so many marathons well if you want to let's say perform at best but it was not possible so I continued to train to train to train to train I I signed in for different marathons that were cancelled everywhere so at the end now I already ran 10 marathons 
uh, wow. all around all around the world, and four of them are the six ma- are part of the six major. I ran London in 2021. I ran Boston in 2022. I ran Chicago in 2022. Tokyo in 2023, and now I'm completing the six this fall in Berlin. That is my main main race my target race for the year let's say and then i will end my journey in new york to celebrate and awesome. uh, and I, I i i had the target for this let's say my my target for this is uh, to I, I set up a challenge let's say my target is to become the fastest uh, diabetic ever to complete the six majors and I want to run all of them under two hours and 45 45 minutes uh, because I've seen uh, a post on Instagram from Abbott World Marathon Majors and uh, there was a statistic a statistic was that at present in the world, uh, more or less 60 people have uh, completed completed the six majors under two hours 40, uh, 45 minutes. So I did some research. I did some research. Uh, it is easy with the Hall of Fame to track uh, who did it. I track all the ones that did it, and, and I looked for information, and none of them had diabetes. So I will be the first diabetic to do this. And if possible, I would like also to keep uh, the average under two hours and 40 minutes. But this is really hard because at present I ran Tokyo and London in the exact same time, two hours, 41 minutes and nine seconds. Uh, Boston in two hours, uh, uh, 39 minutes and 12 seconds was my first uh, sub 240. And then my personal best in uh, Chicago, uh, two hours, 38 and 21 seconds. So my average time is just under two hours and 40 is exactly two hours, 39 and 48 and 58. So really, uh, it is it will be really hard. So my target is try to do my best and run as far as as fast as possible uh, Berlin and then uh, do my best in uh, New York, uh, possibly under two hours 45, and uh, I, complete, uh, I complete the circle, let's say. I know that New York is a complex, uh, a more hard, a more challenging uh, course, and so I know that it cannot be so fast. So Berlin needs to be fast, <laughs> let's say. And I wanted to associate this, I, I told that uh, I never, I never, let's say, I never expressed myself, I never exposed myself, I never told anybody about diabetes. I wanted to share this to the world because I said to me, to myself, but if I manage to do this, it can have, a, let's say, a lot of media attention, at least in Italy, because, uh, for example, both in Boston and in Chicago, I ranked the third amongst the Italians. So I, I was the third Italian at the finish line. And I made it to the running uh, uh, running magazines in Italy. So I, I told myself, why not use this, let's say, 
possible visibility to do something good. And something good for me was to raise, and so I associate my challenge to a fundraising to JDRF, that is the, the largest NGO in the world financing research for diabetes. And I'm not doing this. Some people do fundraising for bibs. I did not, I don't know, I don't need to do this for bibs because of the, I qualified with my own times for Berlin and New York and uh, I, I got uh, myself into the races by myself. I do this just because it's uh, uh, something close to my heart and, uh, and I want to, 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 first of all, raise awareness on this, uh, on this disease because it's really a misjust disease. disease. Uh, people think it's not so impacting, but impacts a lot the life of, uh, of the ones that have it. And uh, also it's very, very spread in the world. There are a lot of, every year the number are increasing and the research is uh, really close to the, to the solution. So it is important to participate because uh, uh, unfortunately governments do not uh, participate a lot. Uh, the, all the research is based on donations, let's say. And so that's why I wanted to associate these. No, thanks for sharing your uh, your background and your journey so far uh, in running. Um, let's take a step back. What I wanted to get a uh, sense from you, like, so when in 2017 and 2018, when you started running, you probably had the choice of pick up any sport that you are interested in. As you said, growing up, you played different kinds of sports. But why did you choose long distance running started all because actually I started with trekking I did some trekking and because I was really overweight and so I started by walking a lot and actually the, I met these friends during a, a trip I did a trip uh, uh, with people that you don't know basically basically you participate in these group trips because uh, according to my holidays, uh, job vacations, none of my friends could come with me. And so I thought, why not? I tried to participate to these uh, uh, trips with, uh, let's say, unknown people, but they were also friendly. We became friends. And during this, uh, this trip, they suggested me, why don't you join us running? And I tried to run. And then I really fell in love with the sports. Uh, let's say that uh, I really liked uh, all it is around this, this, this sport. I really liked uh, the, 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 the part, I don't know, this kind of mass participation. You feel part of something, as part of a community, let's say. There is, a, mm -hmm. uh, there is really something different in running, I believe, than in other sports because you, you feel part of a community uh, what they like about this sport is that you don't uh, uh, challenge because we are not professional we we are not racing for money we are not racing for positions let's say we race against ourselves let's say and so you continue you can always raise your bar let's say uh, now my target is this. If I improve, maybe my target 
is something a little bit bigger and my target can be different from yours but we can be in the same race and uh, enjoy together with different targets different paces it doesn't matter the pace let's say we all enjoy and we all and i like this about the sports also in which other sport you share the the field with professionals let's say in berlin we will share the road with Kipchoge, let's say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in other sports, I think uh, it is not possible something like that. And so there is people running at uh, at every pace. And also what I like is also, especially in the majors, because the majors are really special. Uh, the support of the the support of the of the crowd, let's say. In, yeah many 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 measures for example for me at present all of them were good but london in specific was uh, was something incredible also because i have so many stories related because as i said i ran this basically during the covid pandemic and in 2021 i managed to run london and uh, there was a uh, uh, a wave of of covid just starting in the uk so a lot of tests to be done. It was really hard to participate and it was really unreal to arrive there after, let's say, the big COVID pandemic. It's still in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Yeah. And be in the middle of uh, such a big crowd and this crowd cheering from the start to the finish, every meter of the race, there is a lot of crowd cheering and they cheer in the same way the elites and the last ones, also the people that, I don't know, maybe it takes 10 hours to complete the marathon, they still cheer them as they were the elites. And yeah. so I believe that this doesn't happen in any other sport, I believe. So your story is not only that you fell in love with running and you continued to you know, race against yourself to get yourself better in every race. That's I think is an amazing story and I totally you know, echo your thoughts on like, this is a unique sport where you are competing with yourself, but you get to play with the professionals on the same arena. But your story is a little different because you are dealing with type 1D diabetes. How is it to train and practice and run with type 1 diabetes? It is really hard. Uh, it's really... It is really hard and this is what uh, in my, let's say, social media, in my, uh, I'm trying to to make the people aware about this because uh, really, it is a really underestimated because uh, basically, as you know, everybody running a marathon has several factors to consider, several things that can go wrong during a, a marathon, but uh, we have many more additional, a lot, a lot, because uh, uh, just, let's say, for a, I try to sum it up, I don't want to be too scientific, let's say, but type 1 diabetes is a, an autoimmune disease in uh, where basically uh, your pancreas stops work and doesn't produce any more insulin, and insulin is the hormone that uh, reduces the glucose uh, when you eat, let's say. And so you have this hormone and another hormone called glucagon that basically 
they balance your uh, glucose in the in their blood based on, on everything on what you eat on what you train we don't have this and so basically we rely on uh, injections of this uh, uh, insulin and we have to basically calculate everything because we we calculate the carbohydrates that we introduce because basically carbohydrates are sugar complex sugars and so based on how much carbohydrates you introduce you know how much with the experience how much your body uh, let's say uh, get from this sugar let's say how much the glucose level rises and so you have to adjust with the insulin but it is not so easy because there are several factors because uh, the mood how you feel the weather for example for me hot weather uh, lows a lot the the blood sugar while cold weather uh, rises the the blood sugar but this can be different from some for anything else for anybody else and then uh, it changes uh, with the mood with how you feel with it's not easy it's not easy really really not easy and so basically we have to take several injections a day we have to monitor continually continuously our glucose level unfortunately now there are some new technologies new devices that allows us to monitor this live with our phones this is just something that uh, research has, uh, has uh, developed in the recent years before you had to prick your fingers and take the blood and measure it with the blood now it is easier let's say it's really live on your phone but then even if you know your glucose level it is not easy to understand how much uh, insulin you take and if you take too much insulin relate uh, with your with with what you eat uh, then you risk to faint you risk to uh, to pass out basically and so, for example, myself, I try to start the activity with a higher glucose level than, let's say, the normal, and then use the physical activity to lower the, the this. But also having the, uh, the glucose level too high is dangerous because uh, uh, the body to expel uh, the sugar uh, makes you uh, pee more and uh, you dehydrate more both for the pee but also uh, for your uh, sweat and so uh, we are more subject to dehydration for example in Chicago even if I did my personal best I never had a, a, a perfect race also the race of my personal best I always had problems because I was in line to be even faster but I slowed down at the end and I figured out later that uh, I was terribly dehydrated because I kept the, the blood sugar too high in order to be sure to not faint. And so the idea will be to always have the, the glucose level perfectly in line, matching the, the start point, let's say, the, the, the start level when you start the activity and what you eat during the run. But during the run, it is both for uh, for uh, performance, for uh, as everybody else, but also 
to manage the glucose uh, in the right way. So really, we have to keep in mind a lot of uh, more than, than other people. And if we fail, we, we are in danger because we, we risk to, to pass out during the race. So No, it, it, it sounds an extremely challenging um, and precautions you have to take and still you are able to you know keep a, an awesome pace and shooting for the world record so kudos to you i'm sure this story would be inspiring to for, for a lot of folks um yes yeah. thank you so much because i think that uh, my message is that uh, if i manage to there is a uh, let's say no reason why somebody else can try because i started overweight and with this problem and i managed to lose over 50 kilos of weight and have a better glucose level have a better control of my of my disease and so if i manage to my message is also this it's not just trying to crowdfund to fund for research but also to to inspire the people uh, if you want to start running but you think you are not able you are not good enough try because if i succeed this anybody can 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 do this uh, maybe at different paces because maybe i have some kind of let's say talent i don't know i i don't feel like i'm not so yes for an amateur i'm pretty fast but i'm is they are still amateur time so it doesn't matter but uh, if i manage to anybody can <laughs> one thing i'm curious because usually as runners we are running the in races by ourselves it seems like it's an individual sport but you know in deep down i felt like over a period of years running i feel like you need to have a support system and i feel like it's actually a team sport looking at your effort and the accomplishment so far and the goals you are striving for how does your support system looks like? Do you think running is an individual sport or it's sort of a team sport? No, no, I always tell uh, to my, let's say, close support team that it is a team sport because, for example, uh, not only the people, for example, I, I owe a lot to my father because my father, uh, especially in Italy, uh, when I participate to smaller events, maybe half marathons and 10Ks uh, during my preparation, he always comes with me because he likes to support, he, he helps me with, uh, I don't know, maybe hydration during the, the course, so it is really important to me as a support, and uh, he is part of the team, for example. And part of the story, because he never left uh, uh, my country. He never, he never, never traveled outside Italy, and I promised him, I, "You will come with me in my final race." And, I, and so I paid for him the the trip and everything. And he was scared, and I, I made it the, the do the passport and everything. He doesn't speak English, but uh, he will come with me. It will be an amazing experience. So the, he is part of the team, but also. My my coach is part of the team. Now I'm trained by, by the coach. And then I have a friend that is a physical therapist that when I have some niggle, it helps me. There, and this is the close support team, the, the people that you know. 
but I believe that is a team sport also because uh, when I travel with me for the majors, apart now that in New York I will bring my father with me, but I always do travel alone. But I always meet somebody. I always I have stories to to tell on each of these majors. I always met by chance people, both from any part of the world. I made friends from many parts of the world. I have uh, friends uh, from Italy, I have uh, friends uh, from uh, from the UK, I, I have stories with people all over, from the US, from all around the world, so really. And these people, what I like about this is that uh, they are a support team because it's not that you meet them during these uh, races and then uh, you don't see them never again we keep in touch uh, we follow each other not only on strava but maybe we meet in other races uh, so uh, definitely you run alone but you never run alone uh, both for what i said for the crowd but also because you have always uh, a support team with you yes no that that makes total sense now coming back to berlin so what you're looking forward to simon well, Berlin, uh, Berlin, uh, as I told, is my target race for this year. Unfortunately, I had some problems during the preparation. I had uh, a previous injury, so I don't know if I will manage to run as fast as I wanted. But uh, since Berlin is famous to be the fastest one, let's yes. say, the... the, the the fastest of them all. Uh, I wanted to do my personal best, and uh, I still want to. Uh, I will, will strive to to do my personal best. But uh, I had in mind uh, a dream in mind, but I believe that th that pace is out of reach now. But uh, I will try to perform as fast as possible, and so I want uh, a fast race. And then again. Uh, it will be special because uh, Eliud Kipchoge is a, is an inspiration for me. Was an inspiration. And I think that also his motto "No human is limited" matches pretty much with the with the message that I want to to spread with my story and sharing the road with him. And I hope we both will achieve our personal best that for me is a personal best for his is a world record for him is a world record slot it right. would be amazing <laughs> yeah yeah no um looking forward to we'll cheer you up uh i'm and wish you all the very best uh